Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a brand new episode of Off the Top Row Podcast. I'm one fourth of your host, Lansky, aka Hulk Hogan himself. And here today, um, with a couple with a couple of men short, with Dr. Scott and Kevin Nash over here, got too loaded last night as you know, trying to get prepared for WrestleMania weekend. We're going to introduce you to the fourth and latest member of the podcast lately. Give it up for Big Show himself. What's up, bro? What's going on, man? How's everything? Everything's everything, man. Just. You know, I was over here watching this tiger, this tiger king, stuff like that. That guy and just like what the hell is going on. It's like a toxic to every world over there. So I was waiting for that to um transpire. Well, how are you doing over there? You no, know, I'm good. Sitting back watching the old um wrestling. Okay, and then we're gonna be finally gearing up for part one of. Uh, a part one of the two night WrestleMania event. I'm pretty sure the kickoff show starts at six and the main show starts at seven. So we're going to see how this is going to go. But first, we're going to be talking about last night's SmackDown. That happened last night. Of course, in an empty arena in the Corosa, pre taping and all that. But nonetheless, we're going to dive right into it. The first segment of the night was Miss TV. So obviously, Six chairs is in the ring. Obviously, he's supposed to do like some tiny little skate, but it didn't work out. Usos come out first. They talk this smack. Next thing you know, New Day comes out, do the same thing. Mr. Morrison comes out last, cuts the promo as they climb up the ladders, propping themselves up and all this other stuff, hyping themselves. Usos and New Day attacks them up the ramp. Then we see Jay hits Kofi with the super kick by accident. Big E catches on to this. He goes and trunks Jay. Jimmy sees his out and he goes and tags Big E before the both of them get knocked out by um alive by Miss and Morrison and have them two guys the last two standing. But obviously we from according to several confirmed sources and reports, um, because of Mrs. Sick Illness, there's gonna be a triple threat singles ladder match. For the SmackDown tag team titles, was going to be Miz. I mean, it's going to be Morrison, I think Jay Uso, and Kofi Kingston. And whoever wins, wins the tag team titles for their respectable teams. But nonetheless, um, good, op- decent opening to start up. But, you know, obviously, we already seen these guys before with several different combinations of things. So maybe introduce a new team to this mix. But I don't know. Nonetheless, um, I give the seg- I give the segment a B minus. Only because we've already seen this type of thing before, but only type of circumstances. I think because of how the how the whole the situation is kind of what led up to what we saw last night. But nonetheless, E Dukes is on you, bro. Um, it was it was a decent, but it's the same teams like you said. I'll I'll give it a C. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, it's just because it's like I said, they do the same. Everybody does the same exact routine, bring out the same the same stars, and try to and try to compel audience to watch it. But it's it's a repeat. Yeah, and everybody's gonna get sick and tired of it. You know what I'm right. saying? 
and then introducing like a new team to the mix right now. Like I thought maybe heavy machinery would be somewhere in that, but they got no separate storyline right now. We'll get into that later on in the show. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna give we're gonna move right into it. Um wait, hold on. Before we go further, I want to give a quick shout out to anchor.fm. Anchor the app, you download iTunes and download the Google um to the Google Play Store. That's how we made this podcast here off the top roads. Please support us. Support OTTR, OTTR, support local podcasts, support um support everything, support wrestling, support wrestling podcasts, support the whole goddamn committee yourself. Nonetheless, going to move forward. The first match of the night was the triple threat match, Tamina versus Naomi versus um Lacey Evans. That we we get um Sasha Banks and Bailey at, at the commentary table. Well, talking a little smack and all this stuff, like nonetheless. This was a 10-minute match. Tamina wins by pinfall by Super King and Naomi. One, two, three. Clean. The only difference is that after the match is over, Bailey comes to the ring to think, you know, to think Tamina. To be the foolish, she accepts the little handshake, but then she super but then she super kicks her. Boom, she knocked out. Sasha Banks like shocked the shit. What the hell? Da, 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 da. And then let's see, you know, she gets, you know, she gets some more drop. Boom. To me, last woman standing walks out, leave them as a carcass mess. Right? Um, nonetheless, like I said, 10 minute match, decent little build up. As far as I mean, as far as, I mean I'm not too enthusiastic about it. We already know what's going to happen, depending on how we foreshadow things before they freeze all the storylines before this whole um, COVID 19 situation is over with. Um, break up the best friends. It'd be the. Um, Rivals now, so good friends, better enemies. Shawn Michaels and these all over again, nonetheless. Um, so I give it 2.75 stars. That's all I ever gotta say about that. So, boom, bro, it's on you. I'll, I'll give it a two only, only just because it's like we already know what's going to happen, but but I like to see that Tamina's actually getting. Actually, get some shine now. Yeah. When's the last time we actually sees Tamina actually get shine? Mm. Especially in NXT. Especially, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I would say. But I'm saying like. <laughs> but I'm saying like actually go for the women's championship. Uh, have you ever seen her go for the women's title? Probably once. I probably don't remember it though. It probably was like when she first came in to the main roster, along with Charlotte and Becky and the rest of them, where the four horsemen, four four horsewomen, kind of was really coming into its form, bringing out the NXT mode to come into the main, to come into the main roster. And that's how all the fresh no. faces are coming. No, 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 no. When when Becky and and um, the four horsewomen came in, I think she was with. Uh, that's what Tamina was with Naomi. That's where he fought Team Bad with Sasha. Oh yeah, I forgot. Bailey was still a baby. So, Bailey was definitely the true baby face out of all of them. Charlotte was still mm-hmm. slowly coming to her own and develop her image. And, and the only one who was actually had everything was was actually Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And I'll sit there and say that I'm glad to see Tamina is actually coming as a as a wrestler and actually get the opportunity that you don't really see that as much for her. Yeah. I even though I 
even though I could sit there and say, I could see a Naomi win the championship. And, and like we all gonna see the Bailey Hill versus Sasha face. Probably for SummerSlam. Who knows? Mm. I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna think about that when that time comes, hopefully. Um the next segment after that, <laughs> the next segment after that is the <laughs> WrestleMania replay of WrestleMania 24. Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair. Ric Flair's retirement match. Obviously, you know, the commercial race kind of took me out of the match itself. And obviously, for the mm-hmm. people who obviously know, you can watch the WWE Network. Obviously, this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to get more eyeballs to watch the product right now. They're trying to boost that popularity up, but trying to do tape content, dub it as new, but trying to hype up the network before it slowly leaves to go to either NBC or ESPN+. Plus. That's what they're slowly trying to do. If this is me paying for that, but I'll do my whole rant about Vince after WrestleMania is over because I got a lot of shit to say. So I meant to say that as part of the fucking announcement, but I'll worry about that later. Nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, it's just a reflection on that. So that match was a sentimental, and you know, I kind of felt like, damn. <laughs> then the next segment after that was the recap of last week's Elias and Baron Corbin recap. Can we see this map potentially happen today or tomorrow? We might find out. Something's going to tell me no. He, he do what you think. You think that's really going to happen or no? I, I don't think a lot of this is not even going to compete. Man. Well, do you think that this thing was actually recorded or, or do you think it wasn't? How about that question? Because <laughs> we got to remember, this ain't live. Previous recording. <laughs> right. Because we got to remember here, ladies and gentlemen. This whole COVID-19 situation, this is not live. This is taped and it's gonna be dubbed as live. <laughs> yes. Hold <laughs> my words. <laughs> Nonetheless, and then we get the whole announcement of the Universal Title match: Goldberg versus Braun Strowman. So they finally announced the change um, last night, and they went last night on social media to do it, even though people knew it was gonna be changed. Just how they really gonna do it? That's what the whole Triple H interview, I guess, on Wednesday on ESPN was about. Him explaining that little thing, but nice try. But the way that they have to, the way that they probably taped it is what I'm kind of concerned about. That's what I'm like, okay, what really happened? What are you really going to have him technically say that's going to walk him out of the title picture and give an opportunity to someone in the back and somehow Strongboy comes out? I just want to know how, I just want to know how that's going to, I just want to know how that is going to happen. How that really going to transpire? How what what did what did, what did they have taped that it's going to make sense that this is happening because his ill because of his medical um history and what's going on right now it makes no sense for him to do it, which I actually do agree. And this was this this should have been Vince's a long time ago. If you are safely staying the fuck at home. If we have half a fucking roster, then we're shutting the whole damn production down. Like, fuck it. Like, I don't care. Because if he would have got sick and he started coughing and shit like that, I was surprised to say, four-year-old man, he's not sick right now. But nonetheless, I don't want to rant about him here. I want to rant about after WrestleMania is over. I can't do it here. But nonetheless, they the change to that Universal Championship match. They cuss the backstage. Tucker's with Otis. And then they, they, they talking, chopping it up. Filling Otis in about Mandy Rose and all this other stuff. Then Otis gets a text and he runs off and leaves. 
So Tucker's by himself, and as it goes into the second match, Tucker versus Dolph Ziggler. That match, um, Tucker wins by DQ because Dolph Ziggler zigzagged him on top of the steel stairs. Just when he's about to get ready to finish him off, Vinny and Sonya Deville comes out and intervenes. Stop, stop. Always runs out and saves Tucker. And then now you get them little glitches that we've seen for the last few weeks. For the last few weeks, we've seen these little glitches and stuff like that. We see this mysterious figure in the back, and he's just playing some videotape, uh, some video um, footage. Exposing the truth. And what that truth is, ladies and gentlemen, that Sonya Deville, that lesbian cunt. Wait, can I actually say cunt? I hope they don't try to take more responses. Damn, I messed up. Um, Sonya Deville, that sabotaging hussy, whatever. She sabotages Otis and May's relationship by fixing the text and then you're making a hidden deal behind the scenes with Dolph Ziggler yourself. And snag many roles and become this ultimate couple. And then you screw up my man Otis. So you're the cause of this problem. Now, Mindy's upset. She's pissed. She walks off. Sonya's crying, trying to sell this thing, trying to chase after her. Then Otis decides to chase it after Ziggler until he runs to the back. He runs back to go confront Tucker, make sure he's all right. And that's how that shit ends. Damn. But the match was 15 to 20 minutes. For the whole thing, including the segment afterwards and stuff, I got to give it a 3.85 slash. I thought mm, that old glitch was God. the whole Killer Cross day, but Killer Cross had already made his little video promo debut on NXT last week. I mean, two weeks ago, excuse me. So, with that in mind, I'm like, oh, okay, so it's not Killer Cross, so it's someone the fuck else. Maybe, and then the rumor, and then the rumor had it, it was Mustafa Ali doing this whole new, doing this whole new gimmick and persona and stuff like that. But like, okay. Maybe this could lead up to a Ziggler and Mustafa Ali type of rivalry when he's ready to come back. Or now because of this whole coronavirus. When they do come back <laughs> um, to figure out what game plan uh, for that is going to happen. But nonetheless, finally, Otis get the answer he needs. Mindy gets the answer she needs. Seeing that her best friend now is the backstabbing hussy and planning this thing the whole entire time. Da, da, da. So that's why I gave it Agree that I gave it. <laughs> Deuces for <laughs> <are> you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I give it. I'll give it four. And here's the reason why. It's all with everything that's going on. Wait, wait, come on. Um, Side note: I just hope pray that you don't try to cancel, try cancel because that one little word. I hope that I can probably boot that out. Maybe, maybe not. I'm gonna. Go with the one on this one, but go ahead. <laughs> I'll I'll say it like this: from everything from the Otis and Tucker backstage to the match between a decent match between Dolph Ziggler and Tuck mm-hmm. and Tucker through the Manny Rose and Sonya Deville coming out and find out the truth. Where I think we really know is Mustafa Ali. I'll, I'll I'll give it a four. It's it's overall like a Jerry Springer type of feel. Although she gets a popcorn and watches, but this is like prop other than Edge and Randy Orton match that's for WrestleMania. This might be the second with a storyline involved. This might be a good second match mm. with the storyline. Involved with this whole time, you mean thing. a good oh, 
because now you add in because you take a look at it. Now you now you bring in all right, you bring in Sonya Deville. Now Sonya Deville's involved. She's now, gonna be a heel. Now you found out. Now he's gonna be a baby face. Now what? Now maybe is gonna be pushed as the now next Trish Stratus if you look at it from that perspective. But on top of that, that must means fire and desire yeah. is broken up, and and we'll probably get to this later. But I want to change something about that. A little now, bit of a wait change. For that. Fantasy booking game segment change later on. You can save that for that. We gotta move forward. Um, so after the commercial break, it cuts backstage. Mandy Rose is still upset. She walks out of the building, just totally upset. Don't know what's going. Don't know what the hell to do. Sonya's been chasing after her. She's upset. Trying to call for her. Mandy, Mandy. I not not again. Nothing. No nothing. So we already know what the fuck's about to happen. Nonetheless, moves into the next match. Next match is the third match of the night. Daniel Bryan versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Of course, he has um, Sami Zayn, a beloved Intercontinental Champion, and Cesaro. We have um, Drew Gulak at the, now at the commentary table this time around. Daniel Bryan wins mm-hmm. within 10 to 12 minutes by DQ. Cesaro comes in and interferes as he was doing the yes lock. About to get um, um, Nakamura to tap out. He interferes. Clips him. Drew Gulak comes in and tries to save his buddy. Mm-hmm. And then he gets clipped up. And then he gets thrown into the steel steps. He's down and out. Then Cesaro comes in. He just picks up and slams. He power bombs Daniel Bryan on top of the announcement. But boom. Doesn't crash it. Oh, no, like that. It's just basically still. Oh, stiff move. Whatever. There's a three on one beatdown on the outside. That's how they end it. Sammy just, I mean, Sammy. Eventually does this whole running kick move to the face. That's how we leave Jugula outside laid out. And then we had Daniel Bryan laid out inside the ring. That's pretty much what was going on with that. Yeah. Nonetheless, because it's only Daniel Bryan, Shinsuke. I wish they would have done this when it was like a pay-per-view. It would have been a better buy, a better buy rate. But nonetheless, what's up with all these damn DQ? That's mm. the only damn thing. That's what kind of Made me want to not really grade this match, but I'm a, but I still give it a grade anyway. But nonetheless, because of the whole DQ fish, and that was the second DQ of the night wise, I gave it a two point five stars. Boom. No, mm. I give it. I, I I see why you gave it a two point five. I'm I'm kind of with you on that one. Um, I, like it it should it be a the Sish case. Resume and Daniel Bryan's resume that should be up there for like a pay per view match, and I kind of like the the team of Drew Gulak and Daniel Bryan, and I could compare those to um to a tag team that that people I'm about going back to old school. Do you remember when Benoit and yeah. Jericho became a tag team? That's how I compared. Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak. Interesting. Interesting. Because two technical type of wrestlers that that can do as many type of submissions. That might be a team to force with. They become a. They both of them are high flies too. 
So you mm. add so you add oh, high flyers to technical prowess. That'd be that'd be a good combination. Mm-hmm. And now you put that for a tag team. See, now Ooh. they need to start building them up to be a tag team to go out this SmackDown tag team titles after all this stuff is over. Um, and then we get to the final segment of the night. Was was John Cena answering Bray Wise's Fire Funhouse, Firefly Funhouse challenge or Fire Funhouse match? I think more likely we might not see it tonight. We might see that tomorrow. If anything else, I think they might have their own little creative plan to build up how they want to do it. No, but I think mm-hmm. this is gonna be tomorrow. You have a you have a movie star right now. You didn't go put them on a Saturday. You go put them on a Sunday. Um, yeah. You can put Undertaker on tonight, and you didn't get them yeah. nowhere. Um, but nonetheless, he just goes on. He just gets his powerful, typical Cena super promo. But some things about the promo that he kind of said, but they had to cut it out, was something about the Husky Bray Why He really going back to the NXT days. He took a little stab in on that way, but I wish they would have kind of aired it. But nonetheless, I just want to just throw that out there. But a longer short of it, yeah. I accept. <laughs> then um, the Five Five Puppets is now surrounding the crowd area right now. Ooh, all that other stuff, right? Then now you see the Fiend on the top of the platform just staring at him with the um with a little beam of light shining on shining on you. So you know you notice that it's him. But also unexpectedly you see Bray Wyatt in a Mr. Rogers sweater right behind him. And then you see the fiend gravity's end and the close out the show, let me in. And that was it. So I get that. Mm. I give the segment three point five. Mm. Wasn't really too anticipated on, on the puppets mm-hmm. being around, but at least they took one small thing and they saved it for the last segment of the show, which they kind of would have just had like at least one person sitting in the crowd, probably taking notes or whatever. I don't know, but nonetheless, I mean, like, I mean, like I said, it's a really typical Cena promo approach, but now you add the uh, but of course with this all this thing being still shot pre tape. Of course, the feed, and then you have the next, the next thing being Bray Wyatt right and right in the back. Now they took in a Matt Hardy, broken Matt Hardy concept, and then they flipped it on him. That's the only thing that I kind of read from last night. That's that's the only reason why, because you know for damn well, and there was a crowd there, they would never got away with that. The same way how you said about broken Matt Hardy doing the same thing in the face to face conversation with Chris Jericho in the previous episode mm-hmm. of AEW Dynamite, which pretty much. Oh, and by the way, check out the A- the AEW, the latest AEW Dynamite recap that we've done on Wednesday. Check us out, man. We need some plays on that. Um, yeah, so they're basically doing the same mockery of that same thing. And that's acceptable to them. Nonetheless, like I said, I feel like it's, it's like a little snub. If people don't really look at it that way, maybe I may have been looking at it that way, maybe from a drunken standpoint. But I still felt like that was like a little snub at Matt because you look at what um, Brody Lee had been doing for the last couple of weeks himself and taking snaps at Vince. Figured they had to sneak in a little something like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, like, like a little subliminal note. Brody Lee was just straight to the fucking point. Like, nah, this is what it is. It's just portraying it in the comedian standpoint. But what they did, they snuck it in and tried to say, oh, we can do it too. But we can just make it better. Nonetheless, that's why I gave it three point five stars. Eric Dukes is on you. 
Uh, I'll give it a three. It's only just because the brains of of this Bray Wyatt and his and his persona as the feed in um Firefighter Flunhouse. See that he everybody knows when it comes out to WrestleMania, he always wanna do a big promo to hype everything up for people at home would be like, Yes, see Cena. Super Cena's coming. He's coming. Let's all watch him. Even though he's been doing movies, he's like the new version of The so Rock. You think? Sorry. But how. But like I said, but how they did it, yes, I do agree. They they try to take away from what Matt Hardy has done in AEW. But the only one who could probably could do it is Bray Wyatt. Because now they see, like, damn, we fucked up on. On, on the Broken Matt Hardy persona, whose persona is closest to the Broken Universe? Oh, shit. Oh, oh damn. All right, let's get Bray Wyatt. Bray, come. Come and show us what, you, what you're able to do. Let's see what you can put out there. I like the puppet. Interrupted the whole Cena promo. I like how the fiend pops up. I like how giving John Cena scare was like let me in because you could tell John Cena scared. Just by Bray Wyatt saying let me in, he was scared. <laughs> he never fought against a Bray Wyatt like this before. So I'll give like I'll give it a three. But overall. All right. So for the whole show itself, I give it a three. I give it a three point twenty five stars. So for the whole overall show itself. Mm. All right. I give it a three. Cool B. So let me ask you a quick question then before we go into our last segment. Um, who you think is really gonna win tonight? Super Cena mm-hmm. or are you gonna see the Phoenix Bray Wyatt really to be already picking up the dub? Who who needs it more, matter of fact? Well, obviously, we know who needs it more, but who you think we're going to see is going to walk up with that W? I'll see who needs it and who's going to win. It's going to be Bray Wyatt. Because W messed up by, by the loss with him and Goldberg. The backlash that W took half from that. They don't want to do that the same thing all over again. They build the fiend up. Remind you, how much backlash the he the WD have gotten from from the fiend character? Remember him versus Seth Rollins for the belt. What took place when the Seth was Seth won? Backlash. So I forced him to give it the title on SmackDown. When he lost the title to Goldberg, backlash. If he loses to Cena, <laughs> backlash. Uh. So, so if they if they try to if they want to do it right, let the fiend win. Well, let let's... him build that character up. <laughs> and and I and I want to see him. This next. The next match, I want to see Fiend versus Braun Strowman. 
I want to see Fiend versus Braun Strowman. I want to see the Fiend versus yeah, Roman Reigns. But they'll have to execute that when it's like SummerSlam time now because based on how you're going to – you already canceled money in the bank now, so what else, how long, how much more can you really do? And then by that time, it'd be June anyway. So in yeah. retrospect, it'd be one of those like Raw SmackDown pay-per-views that you get a reboot that made the main, you mm-hmm. know, actual big four SummerSlam. That's not till August. So you really have to worry about the bigger matches still there. So you got to really have to build it up till then, which I'll give a pretty good restart. But I don't know. Nonetheless. All right, so we're gonna get to the right. final uh, for the final segment of the night, which we're gonna me and Juice gonna be playing the fantasy segment booking game. Y'all, well, we know the rules. Y'all should know the rules right about now. We pick a segment, we choose it, we explain why. So I'm gonna get right into it. So I renew it from the back of my head. After this whole, after that whole entire meeting, um. Ziggler, I mean, the whole video glitch exposure and everything like that, when they cut to the backstage, maybe you should have been like, no, stay away from me. I want to talk to you right now. Don't be right near me. Don't come near me near WrestleMania, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. I wish they would have pre-taste something of that little confrontation before she stormed out, pissed off. my like, yo, stay away from me before I, before I hurt you, or something like that nature, because now I feel like Andy should be pissed. She should be enraged. I'm like, yo, my own best friend, sabotage my own, my own date or like whatever yeah like you know what i'm saying like you put the you put the screws in this i mean do i really want this now like, i should have hit you in the face right now you know what i'm saying like something to get a little going i just try to walk out still pit trying to be pissed off and aggravated and just walking out the building i'm like damn true white girl thing wasn't trying to really say the negative thing but you know i kind of feel like she should have spashed out like a little bit like give us a little some heat to your character, too vanilla. I mean, you look cute and all that, but you know, you still got a little bit more, a little bit more, a little more sprinkles to put on top of this thing that make it look delicious. And now I can be enjoyable. That's what I want to change. Dude, is on you. Dukes is on you. Uh, I'll say. I know, I know. You know what? That I, I like that whole part that you say about the Ziggler and Otis conversation. But I would change it. So how they showed it, I would have mm. put that out there on the WrestleMania match. Because you take a look at it. We already know mm-hmm. Ziggler is going to face Otis. So while that match is going on, Sonya and Mandy come out to see it, and then, then that glitch comes out, ready for the truth. Boom. That's when they show it. That's when Mandy turns face mm. and knocks so you the, should, and so knocks They should have saved out. that segment for because, WrestleMania to really give it a big pop. They'd be like, oh, snap. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. All right. Now I see what you're talking yeah. about. And then on top of that, that'll give more, that'll just give heavy machinery. And on top of that, give more, give Otis, now you can cheer for Otis even more. Everybody knows we all want Otis to be with me. Yes. 
now now he's doing it is everybody's still gonna cheer for Otis regardless. But now it's like y'all forcing y'all y'all basically forcing Otis down our throats to the point where we will have to love him more. Be careful with that. Just because of what we see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. we don't. We don't another Roman Reigns episode. Vince McMahon will not push a guy like Gorgeous. I'm sorry, there's just no way. There's no way in hell that he's he. The day that he do that, Triple H would be right there as Vince McMahon is on his deathbed, signing his will and signing to that contract. He is now officially the CEO, a new owner of WWE. Then I can actually see some craziness happen. Maybe that, but this is not Vince's call. Me, I mean, well, I mean, this is not this is calling card. Excuse me. Let's just say that much. But, but, but I'll put it like this: the, don't get me wrong. But we all know Vince McMahon loves okay, a muscular, big, beefy, okay, muscular wrestler. Tone out big guys. That's his fetish. <laughs> why he's a bodybuilder. Otis is not that body. Period. More like Tucker right now. And Tucker would have turned heel on Otis and that and that whole flip get switched. Oh yeah, this is gonna be probably this made up to the move. Who's that 24-7 champion that just lost to um our truth? That dude, I feel like Vince definitely put him in that type of position because he's like he's he's my young prototype right now. I'm gonna build him up. I'm gonna care for him. I'm gonna cradle him. I'm gonna work him up to where he's gonna be the next star. I can already see that happening. Oh, you talking about? Yeah. Um, you talking about Roger Moss? He's he's gonna slowly build him up. Oh, he, that's man. his Sonny listening right there. He's slowly building his motherfucker up in the see in the <laughs> oven to where it's well done his face. Ooh, yeah. And then boom, we got ourselves a new money maker right here, boys. Bing! It pushes ass to the moon. I'm trying to tell you, man, that I'm having that feeling that it's gonna happen. Watch what they start selling back up. And watch by like the end of the year. If he's not being pushed by that time to the mid card, I'm telling you right here, right now, it's possible. Definitely. But that's right. gonna be the end. Of, that's gonna be the end, um, the end of our show today, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank the listeners. I want to thank the supporters for taking the time out to lend us your ear to give us you guys this, um, you know, hood wrestling recap of Friday Night SmackDown that happened last night. Um, hashtag support OTR. Hashtag OTTR. Hashtag support local podcast. Hashtag off the top rope podcast. Hashtag off the top ropes. We are trying to grow as a community. Please allow us to enjoy to be in the comfort of your homes. I'm trying to. Edu's trying to. Young boy Necker, we're here. I'm pretty sure that that they're trying to too. This is just only one episode. We're going to have another episode by tomorrow morning about the part one of tonight's WrestleMania. Too big for two, too big for one night and split into two shows. Two pre pre two pre-tape shows, matter of fact. So, we, you won't be hearing from us till tomorrow morning. Dukes, I want to mm-hmm. bid you a good day, my friend. And um, take care of your loved ones and all the other stuff. You have any shouts that you want to do before we get off? <laughs> um, I'd like to give a shout out to RVD. Um, him, 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 Raven, and um, Sam, man, they all came through. And um, we all about to sit back and watch WrestleMania. And um, 
I might, I might just pass out. Shout out to the Godfather for um, for exposing himself and being as a marijuana smoker. It's like, see, and I knew that something involving him was a smoker. It's just Undertaker wasn't a smoker, but you got some of them people in the BSK were definitely smokers. I knew it, so I finally found out my source. Nonetheless, um, to the people at home yeah. supporting us, listening to us. Um, please like, share, subscribe our content. Check out our previous episodes. I plead with you. Thank you for your support, your dedication, your love, your commitment to our cause, to our content. And um, through this whole COVID-19, um, please wash your hands, wash your ass, stay six feet away from people. Stay, see, stay six feet away from my team. I don't need my teammates getting sick. I need them for the show. <laughs> Um, and as one good person from a daily morning talk show host once said, take care of yourself and each other.